Welcome to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast, the only podcast that teaches men the cognitive mastery and alpha mindset that it takes to become an influential and irresistible man of confidence. Here's your host, certified life coach and international man of mystery, Kevin Ayo. What's up, my brothers? Welcome back to the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. I am your host, Kevin Ayo, and I'm really excited about today's episode. We are going to take the universal truth, a very foundational teaching that over the course of the last three, three and a half years has changed so many lives. I'm going to take you deeper. We're going to talk about the esoteric universal truth after I briefly remind you guys of the exoteric universal truth. But before doing that, I want to offer one last time to anybody who is ready to enroll, who's ready to make a commitment to themselves that there are two spots left for the tribe beginning in May. Now, there are six spots left remaining in the September tribe. I'm going to remind you guys about this as September approaches. Already two students have enrolled, have have set up their tuition for that class, class 003 that starts in September. However, there's two remaining available spots for May, and they may be gone by the time you guys hear this. However, it behooves you if you're ready, when you're ready to enroll in the tribe to reach out to me at the email provided on this podcast. Now, brothers, I want to get into the universal truth. I want to have as much time as possible to really dive into this because it's still the universal truth as you know it. It's still circumstances, thoughts, feelings, actions, results, but it's the esoteric truth. It's how things work behind the scenes because what you guys know is the exoteric universal truth. You guys know, as I'm going to briefly kind of remind you if you don't know, if this is one of the very first podcast episodes you've listened to and you're not aware of the universal truth, then I'm going to give you what it is. I'm going to tell you here that circumstances are neutral and are out of our control. When I say circumstances, brothers, I'm talking about the moment. This moment is a circumstance. And every moment that has preceded and that follows, this moment is a circumstance. So circumstances are events. Circumstances are people. Circumstances are everything in the past, everything that will be in the future as it becomes the present. Circumstances are what people say and do. They're events. They're the weather. It's the traffic. It's all the things around you. It's everything that's happening now. That's a circumstance. That's what makes it out of our control because it's happening now. You can't change what is. You can affect the future, which is what I'm going to get into when we begin to talk about the esoteric universal truth. But you are not able to change or affect the present moment because the present moment is. It's here. It's now. It's happening. And that's the circumstance. Circumstances are being presented to us, unfolding in perfection all the time. It is creation displaying itself for us to experience in this moment. Now, a circumstance will trigger a thought. Now, the thoughts are basically our beliefs, right? And most of the time, in fact, when I say most of the time, brothers, I'm talking like 99.99999% of the time. I, the only reason I don't say 100% of the time is because I'm a scientist and absolutes just don't exist in science. There is no such thing as 100%. It's just so often, it's so common that a circumstance will trigger an unconscious thought because most human beings are simply unconscious. And even those of us that are waking up, even those of us that are becoming conscious of our minds and being more intentional with our thoughts, we still end up in times being triggered 
by our unconscious thoughts through circumstance. So we have these thoughts that are triggered by our circumstances, and these thoughts will create a feeling. Now, they actually elicit an emotion. They elicit an emotion, and the emotion travels through the body to create the feeling. The feeling is like the signal. It's signaling to the body a physiological change. But in that signaling, in that chemical reaction, there's a feeling, there's a vibration that we feel. And we call that our feeling, and that ends up becoming our state of being. It ends up becoming our experience of the circumstance. So it's very, very common that we connect, that we create a causal relationship between how we feel and the present moment. The present moment happens, the circumstance happens, we get a feeling from it, we think that this circumstance is what caused the feeling, even though what's really causing the feeling is our thoughts about the circumstance. And brothers, that knowledge alone has changed so many lives. Your feelings, your experience of your life is not coming from an external, out of your control source. It is coming from an internal 100% within your control source. And that is your thinking. That is your thoughts. Now, the feeling will drive the action, right? Because we have the motivational triad of the brain. We have this unconscious animal brain that's kind of working for us and in this state, you know, in this form and function of being a human being. And because of the motivational triad to seek pleasure, avoid pain, and act unconsciously, to act automatically, our feelings, our experiences will drive our actions. So we'll do something in that circumstance. Circumstance will happen. We'll get an unconscious thought, creating an experience, creating a feeling, and then that feeling is going to signal us to do something. Those actions, whatever it is we do, end up creating a result. And that result Whatever it is, it's usually a thought. It's usually some kind of thought. It's not really ever anything external because the external just becomes a new circumstance. It's usually something internal. It's usually confirmation bias. We do something and then with our actions, from the result of our actions, we have a thought about our actions, which is always confirmation bias. It creates evidence for the original thought that was triggered by the circumstance. And we may be more conscious of the result thought. We may be more conscious of the thought that we get after our actions, but that thought is still evidence. It's still confirmation bias for the original thought that began in an unconscious way through a trigger from the circumstance. That's the exoteric universal truth, brothers. That is what I have been talking to you guys about for three, three and a half years. I mean, there's even a book on it. Brothers, you can get a book on the universal truth. It's available free right now on the website. Like I've talked about it a couple of times. Go to thealphamilecoach.com and you could do forward slash free book. You could just go to the website and you can see it up in the right-hand corner there. Click on it. You'll get a free book, The Universal Truth, sent to you first edition. I mean, get it now because the second edition is coming out so soon that there may not be any first editions available. So if you're interested in the first edition to have it, kind of if you're a first edition book collector, the second edition is coming out and then the first edition will disappear. But I've written a book about this. I mean, there's so much here. There's so much power in recognizing how biologically and psychologically the exoteric universal truth functions in a way that is literally creating our life experience, the experience that we have as human beings. Now, today, I want to talk to you guys about the esoteric universal truth. I want to take you even deeper into what is going on in this truth that is affecting all of us. It's affecting us on an individual basis and on a collective basis. So first, I have to remind you of cause and effect. I really want to remind you of cause and effect because it's going to play into how this esoteric 
model of alignment, this esoteric universal truth looks. Because first of all, yes, we have circumstances. We have the present moment. We have everything around us vibrating at a very low level in the world of form, in the world of matter. It's matter, brothers. We know it's matter through our science. Our science has looked at these things. We see very, very small bits of matter. We see the elements, right? We see the electrons and the protons that make up the elements and the molecules. So we know it's matter. We know that we have solids, liquids, and gases here on this place, this realm of form and density that we call the human experience. And our circumstances or creation, I mean, if you look at the model of alignment, we have the C line, you could put circumstance in there, or you could put creation in there. Either way, it is the present moment. And because it's the present moment being unfolded for us, I use that term unfolded, it's being unfolded, it's being revealed to us. It is already an effect. There is no cause in the circumstance. The circumstance itself, the creation itself is always an effect. Now, it's still neutral. I want you guys to know that it's still neutral and it's still out of our control because once it's been created, it cannot be uncreated. It cannot be changed in creation in that moment, in that very same space, in that very same time, even though all time is happening now, in order to change what is created, we have to begin to work with the esoteric universal truth, which is to go into the mind. Now, the circumstance or creation, however you want to look at it, the sea line is both individually created and collectively created. So what we see around us is an effect of two things. What you see around you is an effect of two things. What I see around me is an effect of two things. What you see around you, brother, is an effect of one, your individual beliefs, the way you see the world. You, remember, you don't see the world the way it is. You see the world the way you are. That's important to remember. That's an alpha male tenet, something we learn in the academy because it's not the world the way it is. You don't see that. You are creating the world the way you are from an individual perspective, from an individual belief system, from an individual condition pattern. But two, we also see the world through our collective consciousness, through the way we choose to create it. Now, when I say we, I'm talking about our tribes, right? This was the podcast last week. Depending on what type of tribe you're in, you may see the world based on the way that tribe sees the world. And that tribe can be anything from a group of friends, a small community, a city, a state, a country, and it could even be the entire world, the entire species of human beings. It all depends on what it is that we are looking at. If we're looking at, for example, weather patterns, then what we're looking at is the effect of the collective consciousness of all human beings. If we're looking at diseases, if we're looking at wars, if we're looking at natural disasters, if we're looking at weather patterns, again, all of these things are done through. They're, they are the effects of our collective consciousness. They are effects of all of us together unconsciously having a belief, having a thought that we are probably not aware of, but it's coming through these thoughts that something will manifest, something will become an effect in our circumstance, in our present moment, and it will become an creation. Then we have the thought. Now, the thought is two things, brothers. So first of all, yes, there's a trigger when we're unconscious. We have the circumstance, and in the esoteric truth, there's the immediate trigger as well. 
But I want to go a little bit deep with you guys. I'm going to talk about it a little bit differently because the thought really does two things. Number one, and it does this consciously or unconsciously. Okay, It does this whether you're being intentional about it or whether you're unintentional, whether you're completely unconscious. Number one, the thought is an active creator. Okay, Because creation is a force. Creation is a force in the universe, just like gravity is a force, just like electricity is a force. We have forces in the universe that are operating, that have always been operating, that have always been here. They're a part of the universe. They're forces that without humans, they would still be, they would still exist. And creation is one of those forces. Now, the way creation works, the way gravity works is we put something down. We take an action. We put something down somewhere and the force of gravity keeps it there in that place. It responds to our actions. Creation as a force responds to our thinking. It responds to our thoughts and even more strongly to our beliefs themselves. So in that act, so you being an active creator, whatever you're thinking, brother, whatever you're constantly thinking, whatever's happening, whatever's being run over and over again in your mind, mostly unconscious. Again, this is mostly for most human beings, it's all unconscious. It's all happening back there in the back of the mind that you're not even aware of. But what's happening is as those thoughts are running, you are sending these messages, you're sending these commands, these declarations out into the universe so that the force of creation can respond and then draw forth, bring to you your circumstance. You are creating your circumstance. That's why I say like your circumstance is are created through both individual, I'd say about 70 to 80%. Your circumstances are 70 to 80% an effect of your individual unconscious belief systems. The other 20 to 30% that you experience as circumstance is a part of the collective unconsciousness, <laughs> collective consciousness or unconsciousness of our human species, whatever that group or tribe is. And again, that 20 and 30% can be broken up into little other bits and pieces based on you know what tribe we're talking about, whether it's the local tribe, whether it's the state tribe, the country tribe, the global tribe. But that being said, your active creation, what you're doing, what you're putting out there is the cause your belief system is the cause. It's your thinking that is creating your circumstance. So what you're thinking now, and again, unconsciously, it's unconsciously because of the motivational triad, because it's running so automatically since you were a little kid, since you were a little kid, you started creating stories. You started putting stories together and believing these stories and the brain has just automated them. They've automated them and turned the volume way down. So you can't hear the story, but it's happening and it's happening over and over and over again. And that, and those stories are the cause of your current circumstances. Whatever you're thinking now will manifest for you in the future. And it will manifest as a circumstance. So that's the first thing that the thought does, the T-line. Number one, it's the active creator of the future circumstance. The second thing it does is it chooses the experience that you want to have based on the circumstance that you created. And I know that sounds wild, but check this out. The brain is the organ in the body, right? It's already in effect. The mind, the consciousness that you're working with as a tool, first what it does is it, through your beliefs, creates a circumstance. Then when you've created the circumstance that you've chosen, that you've basically asked creation for, then the next thing the mind does is it chooses how you want to experience the circumstance that you chose, that you created. It's wild. I know it's wild, but it's so crazy and it's so amazing. So both of those are causes. The thought is always the cause. It's the cause number one of the circumstance and it's the cause number two of your state of being, of your experience, which is your feelings. Brothers, your feelings are your state of being. They are the experience of the moment and therefore they are the truth. 
I'm not saying that it makes your thoughts about the circumstance true. I'm saying that in the moment, it is your choice of how you want to experience that truth. There's nothing ever wrong with any feeling. And I've said that so many times. So many people come into the academy wanting to feel different. They want to feel better. I just want to feel confident. I want to feel love. I want to feel amazing. I want to feel all of the things that we say are high vibration feelings. You know, I want to feel gratitude and grateful and kind and patient. I want to feel all these amazing things. And they're trying to avoid, they're trying to get rid of the feelings of insecurity and doubt and worry and fear. And and they're trying to get rid of shame and guilt. And I'm telling you right now, brothers, that the only way you're going to do that is by feeling them. The only way you're going to be doing that is by experiencing them. There's no trick. It's not like you come into the academy and you learn how to use the universal truth. You learn how to do like the work that we do. And then all of a sudden you stop feeling these things. You have to heal from the thoughts that are choosing your experience of guilt or of shame or of insecurity or of doubt because it's still your mind that's choosing the present experience. Your mind is a tool of choice. It's a tool of choice. The first thing it does is it chooses a circumstance. It chooses what you want to manifest in the present. The second thing it chooses is how you want to feel about your manifestation. And how you choose to feel about your manifestation is your truth in the moment. It doesn't mean it's how you make a decision, but it's your truth to experience that moment. So when you come into the academy, the first thing we do is emotional ownership, emotional processing, emotional allowing. We stop avoiding. You know, we go through all the buffering. We go through all the elimination of buffering, right? We got to stop buffering. We got to stop avoiding. We got to stop resisting. We got to stop demonstrating. We don't even need to demonstrate. We can feel an emotion without demonstrating that the vibration of that emotion. But whatever it is, feel it. Allow it. Let it be there. That state of being is your truth. And the next thing that happens is we get the action. Now, the action comes from the thought. I know I've said over and over again in the exoteric truth that the action comes from the feeling. I even said in this podcast because of the motivational triad of the brain. But here's the thing. When you are unconscious, yes. When you're unconscious, when you're resisting your feeling, when you're avoiding your feeling, when you're demonstrating your feeling, your action is going to come from the feeling. Because when you demonstrate your feeling, you demonstrate through action the insecurity. You demonstrate through action the anger. You demonstrate through action the guilt. You demonstrate through action the doubt. Even when you're unconscious on the other side, you demonstrate through action excitement. You demonstrate through action the feeling of driven or motivated when it's unconscious. When you're conscious, when you're using your mind to create your reality, to create your world to create your life, brothers. Your action comes from belief. It comes from the thought. Your actions are neutral. You must do them. Don't get me wrong. You got to take action. I know I'm a cognitive coach and I've talked a lot about causal coaching. I've talked a lot about cognition, you know, cognitive mastery, emotional ownership. And I don't give my students or any of you guys on this podcast advice. I just don't give advice. I don't tell you what to do, but I do tell you that you must do something. (laughs) You must take action. You cannot expect to create without taking action, but actions are effects. They're just movement and form. They too, like circumstances, are effects. And why? Because actions are circumstances, essentially. Other people's actions are your circumstances, and your actions are other people's circumstances. Their movement, they exist here at this time, in this world, in this realm of matter and density. But they come from our thoughts. 
It's our feelings that give us the state of being, that give us the experience in the moment. But when we're conscious of our thoughts and feelings, our actions can be interrupted. We can begin to interrupt the model of alignment. We can begin to interrupt the universal truth. And we can take the action that comes from a thought that we choose, even if it's different than the experience that we've chosen. From our actions, we get our results. And again, our results are not circumstances. The result from the action is another thought. It's coming from the action, but it's confirmation bias, brothers. It's evidence. So it comes back to the thought that started it all. And this is, again, why you can interrupt these models at both the T line and the A line, the thought line and the action line. We've got to learn this. This is the power of waking up. The power of waking up is to wake up your thoughts and feel your feelings, to become conscious of what it is you're creating, what it is you're choosing, and then from what you've chosen, to simply feel that, to allow that to be there. Now, I'm going to say this again. There is no thought that is right or wrong. There is no feeling that is right or wrong. There is no action that is right or wrong. There is no result that is right or wrong. It's all up to you to choose. And as you choose, you create. The real move here, the real move is all in the realm of the vibration. It's all in the realm of thought. It's all in that realm of belief and what it is you're choosing to think and to experience. Your thoughts, your beliefs now, what you're choosing now to think is being created for your future. It's being set up right now. Whatever it is, you're listening to this podcast, whatever it is you're thinking. Now, you can become conscious of your thinking, but it's most likely that it's your unconscious patterns that are running over and over creating your future. That's why it's so important to do this work. That's why it's so important to learn this. I mean, again, you can enroll the academy at any time, but I'm going to give you a couple practical ways of doing it without enrolling in the academy just so you can at least begin this process. Because brothers, what you're thinking right now is going from the realm of oneness, the realm of vibration, and it's being slowed down. It's being slowed down. And it's taking shape. It's taking boundary and outline. And then it will slow down even more and it'll begin to manifest. Now, it manifests through action sometimes, right? Because actions are already in the realm of form. And it manifests through creation, becomes a circumstance. That's why everything that we experience is already in effect. So we already have this effect that's coming from your individual thoughts and our thoughts collectively. When we decide as a species to make some big changes in our world, we're going to have to do two things. Number one, we're going to have to change the way we think individually. And that's where the academy comes in. That's where you come in. That's where you come in as a conscious being, beginning to change yourself, choose for yourself how you want to experience this world. Because that's really the only way for any of us to move forward is to heal ourselves. Once we heal ourselves, we begin to heal each other. We begin to heal our species. But you need to do that first. And the way you do that is through consciousness. It's through knowing what it is you're thinking. And then once you know what it is you're thinking to begin to actively, intentionally choose what it is you want to create. That's number one. And then number two, once you have created that, you get to choose how you want to experience. You get to choose any experience that you want in this moment. What I find most wild <laughs> about people, about humans, is that number one, they don't know. People don't know, brothers. What I'm telling you, this is why this is esoteric. This is why this is the esoteric universal truth, because people don't know that they are the ones creating their circumstances. 
They think that either one circumstance is just happening to them, right? It's just happenstance. It's just all there, just kind of unfolding and occurring. Like the universe is something that's not a part of who they are, right? I don't know how many times I've told you guys the Rumi quote, but you are not separate from the universe. You are the universe. The universe is not throwing things at you. You are throwing things at yourself. You are the one. You are doing it. You are the master. I know it sounds wild because maybe you're take on a bunch of blame. It's like, oh, well, now I have to blame myself for all of my circumstances. No, because your circumstances are neutral. There's nothing to blame yourself for, but just know that you have a great power. And with great power comes great responsibility. That was said by Voltaire, actually, not by Spider-Man. Stanley took it, he stole it, but it was actually a Voltaire quote. With great power comes great responsibility. And brothers, there is no greater power than the power of the mind. There is no greater power than the power of creation. You have that. You are using that. You're either going to use it consciously to create intentionally, or you're going to use it unconsciously to create whatever it is that you are unconsciously creating. But no matter what it is, you have that power. You are the one doing it. And what I find wild about human beings is that as they create their circumstances unknowingly, right, unconsciously, then they choose something different. It's like they choose to experience what they created with resistance. I don't want to experience that. Now, again, 70 to 80%, right, 70 80%, there's still going to be things that occur in our world that, or in our lives even, that we don't have total control over because there are other human beings out there that are also creating. And that's why it's so important for you to find your tribe. Brothers, it's so important for you to find the group. Find the group that resonates with you. What resonates with you? If you're seeking peace, if you're seeking compassion, if you're seeking evolution of the soul, there are tribes out there. In fact, that's what I'm offering. I'm offering the academy. I'm offering the tribe. This is a tribe for you. If you're seeking wealth, if you're seeking fame, if you're seeking status, there is a tribe for you. There are other places you can go for that because the tribes will circle. That's why I don't know who said it originally, but I know a lot of life coaches say it. It's like, if you want to see where you're going to be in five years, take a look at your five closest friends, right? It's like, just take a look at your tribe. Look at your tribe and you'll know what trajectory you're on. It's so important that we pay attention to our minds. The mind is the tool. Once you create, then from your creation, you get to choose how you want to experience that creation. But always know that whatever's coming up in your circumstance is, again, 70 to 80% from you. You're the one doing it. Some of it may be coming from your tribe. Some of it may be coming from the collective consciousness of the human tribe, the entire species. Now, very quickly, brothers, because we're getting on on this podcast, we're approaching 30 minutes, I want to give you something practical here. And some of this is stuff you guys already know. First of all, it's thought downloads. If you're not doing thought downloads, then you're really not taking this work seriously. I know that's a bit of a harsh statement, but I'm going to say it anyway, because thought downloads are the key. Write it down. Write down your thoughts. Take out a pen and a piece of paper. I know it may seem wasteful, right? Maybe like, well, coach, I'm wasting all this paper. It's okay. Look, recycle it if you want to, or, or throw it in the fireplace, like burn it, you know, create fuel from it. But look, you got to take out a pen and piece of paper. You've got to be writing this stuff down. And I say got to, right? Like I'm very I'm emphasizing this strongly because brothers, if you're just thinking about your thoughts, I guarantee you, you're engaging with them. You're engaging with them. You're not looking at them. You're not observing. You're not taking a position of an observer. You're taking a position of an actor. You're acting in your thoughts. You're engaging with your thoughts. You're connecting with your thoughts. You're agreeing with your thoughts. 
if you're not writing them down and separating yourself from them. You've got to do thought downloads. And thought downloads are easy. It's just brainstorming. It's just writing everything down that's in your head. I like to write down one sentence at a time. You can write down in paragraph format if you want. I just like to bullet point it. One sentence, one sentence, one sentence, one sentence. Just go, go, go. Keep the pen moving. Don't censor yourself. Don't stop yourself from writing. Just keep writing. Even if it's something silly like, you know, the cat just licked its paws or, you know, the dog's barking outside. Like whatever. Who cares? Just keep writing. Write down whatever's in your head because eventually you are going to get to some pretty deep thoughts. In fact, you may even start to see some thoughts occur over and over again. And that's where you start to really get into how powerful this work is by becoming aware of these thoughts that you see over and over again. Next, do a model of alignment with these thoughts. Fill it out. Again, very, very quick. C-T-F-A-R. Write it down vertically on a piece of paper. The circumstance is there. It's the event. It's whatever neutrally is occurring in the moment that triggered the thought that you wrote down in your thought download. So you can throw the T-line right away. The T-line is already there. You've already written it. You just go and choose one of your thoughts. What feeling are you choosing to experience from that thought? What is that thought choosing for you? What is that thought choosing for you to feel from that neutral circumstance? Well, and then write down all the actions from the feeling and the result, which is really just another form of the original thought. Keep other people out of your R line. And the way you do that is, again, very simple. If it's my neighbor was rude to me, if that's what you're thinking, like the C line. Let's say the C line is there's dog poop on your front yard, right? And so you're thinking, God, my neighbor's so rude. Let's his dog poop on my yard. Your R line is, I am rude, right? Because it's not the neighbor. It's the mirror principle. What we think about others tells us nothing about them and everything about us. And I'm going to get into the mirror next week. But just understand, brothers, that whatever's in that A line, whatever you do, like my neighbor's so rude, da, 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 and then you feel the feeling, the experience of the moment. Maybe it's anger. Maybe it's frustration. Maybe it's resentment. But the actions that you take from those feelings will prove to you in your R line that it's you, that through the mirror, you are demonstrating rudeness. You're demonstrating whatever it is you're thinking about others. And again, if you're curious about this, the Academy is available to you. I've said this over and over again, brothers. The Academy is available. There's no prerequisite for consultation call. There's no prerequisite for application. You just go ahead, go to thealphamalecoach.com, click on Spartan Academy and enroll today. We will get your models of alignment worked out. You will know how to do this, work these out and acquire the skill set very quickly. Number three is I am statements. I did an entire podcast on those, but just recognize, brother, that your I am statements are the forms of creation. Whatever you're telling yourself, I am, whatever follows I am, is really going to be, number one, creating your future. It's going to be creating that future circumstance for you. And number two, it's going to be creating the experience of the moment. And then number four is emotional processing. And that's the same as emotional allowing. It's the same as emotional ownership. Don't avoid your truth. Feel your feelings. That is probably one of the most important things we could ever teach another human being, and it is the one thing that is left out of schools, country, probably worldwide. I know that in the United States, we don't talk about emotional intelligence. I don't think in any country we talk about emotional intelligence. I really don't know, but what I do know is that it's the most important thing any human being could ever learn. Brothers, it's so important for you to recognize and feel what it is that you're feeling because that is your experience. That is your life. Your life is not in your R-line. Your life is not in the external. Your life is not in your house or your car or your bank account or your relationships. Your life is in the F line. Your life is in your feelings. It's how you feel because all of those other things are neutral. 
All of those other things are 100% neutral. Your house is neutral. It's how you feel about your house. Your bank account is neutral. It's how you feel about your bank account. You could have $100,000 in there and feel amazing. Be like, yes, I feel great. This is wonderful. I feel successful. I feel on top of the world. I feel wealthy. Or you could have $100,000 in your bank account and you could be like, oh my gosh, I'm going bankrupt. I feel horrible. I feel out of control. I feel scarcity. I feel lack. It's all neutral. It's your choice, but whatever choice you make, feel it. Allow it to be there. That is your soul speaking to you. Brothers, state of being, that's why I call it the alpha state. State of being is the soul's way of communicating. Your feelings are vibrations that your soul is speaking through you because your soul is wanting to align your mind and body with it. Your soul saying, look, like we are here. We are beautiful, full of love, full of light, perfection in perfection. But it will never override your soul. Your spirit will never override your mind because it allows your mind to choose. And when your mind chooses a sentence or a thought or a belief or a story or a conditioning or whatever you want to call it, when your mind chooses, your soul speaks through you and says, hey, like, okay, cool. This is what your mind has chosen. Here's the experience that you're having. Feel this experience because you need to heal from the thought that you chose because the thought that you chose is misaligning you with your soul. So you need to heal from this thought. And that's why the experience that you have is an experience of insecurity. We feel insecurity when our soul is explaining to us that the thought that we chose is a sickness that we need to heal from. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't feel insecure because you should feel insecure. If you go off and buffer your insecurity, then you're never going to heal. So feel it, brothers. Feel the insecurity. Feel the doubt. Feel the worry. Feel the guilt. Feel the shame. Feel it all. Feel all of it. Just allow it to be there so that you can heal from it. And these are some practical things that you can do when you're practicing the esoteric universal truth. Thought downloads, models of alignment, I am statements, and emotional processing. And brothers, that's what I have for you today. I love all of you so much and look forward to seeing you all next week. And until then, elevate your alpha. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Alpha Male Coach Podcast. If you enjoy what you've heard and want even more, sign up for Unleash Your Alpha, your guide to shifting to the alpha mindset at thealphamalecoach.com slash unleash.